Welcome to the Being Known Podcast with my friend, Dr. Kurt Thompson. And my friend, Pepper Sweeney. We are here to discover and explore what it means to be truly known. And this is an exciting episode today, Kurt. I'm telling you, talk to me. This is, we are calling this a bonus episode to this season. We're really excited because we have the esteemed Amy Cella with us today. And we are going to be talking about bottom left drawer, which is something that Kurt and I are really excited to share with you, something that Amy has dreamed up and she's bringing some beauty into the world and we want to talk about it today. Yeah. And it just so, as I think our listeners will discover quickly and throughout our time, it really fits well with this season on the beauty of wisdom because she's going to be bringing a lot of that in uh, the conversation that we're about to have. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. You know, I am actually going through this program with Amy now. And so that's been something that's been very cool. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But I'm going to give you, Amy, the chance for straw high. Morning. Welcome. So happy to be talking about this with you guys. Yeah. We're grateful to have you here. And, yeah. um, finally, you know, yeah, bring <laughs> definitely bring a level of professionalism to the room that I, the two of us have I been know. lacking all Pep, morning. Pep. Pep. Pepper and I keep talking like, what are we missing? What are we? Oh, I think we, yeah. I think the ingredient, the yeah, ingredient exactly. is the one who we've been waiting for. Exactly. So, Amy, Amy, let's let's just start with the basics here. What exactly is bottom left drawer? So okay, so the basics, like the a really short elevator, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, it's a bottom left drawer. It's a service that guides you people through the process of getting their affairs in order, getting their ducks in a row, so you're good to go. Getting their ducks in a row, so they're good to go. Love it. So, mm-hmm. so let's deep dive in a little bit deeper. What, what, you know, what motivated you to create Bottom Left Drawer? Interestingly enough, it comes from loss. And in the span of about 18 months, I lost three people, people very dear to me. One to suicide, another to pancreatic cancer, and then my mom to heart disease. Hmm. And each of these losses, I don't know if it was because they they were so close together, but they they affected me in different ways and left me pondering many things. Like prior to my mom's death, she discarded all of her vital documents, hmm. all of them. And I don't mean she shredded her birth certificate or lost her driver's license, she disposed of everything to her name. She was very organized. She had all of her documents in a safe and secure place. We went there once, they were there, we went there again, and they were all gone. Oh, boy. And that's... And you never, and you don't really know what happened to them. We don't. Uh, I mean, my sister and I have ideas. My mom was like the opposite of a hoarder. She was a minimalist to the extreme. And we think that when she had slight dementia and that we think that she was confused and we think she saw these documents as essentially junk mail and she got rid of them because we went to the place where they were usually, they weren't there and we thought, oh, she moved them. And then we're like, okay, they're not there. And they were nowhere. And this proved problematic for a lot of things. And it made me wonder, okay, do I have all of my vital documents in order do i have them mm-hmm. in a safe and secure place and have i given access to someone and then with my cousins one to suicide another to pancreatic cancer they were one was my age one was younger 
it was way too soon for them to go. And maybe because they were peers, it just hit me. It just struck me. I wondered, I was very affected by their death. And I thought, did they know that I cared about them? Like I was so aware of my care for them. And it wasn't in a, like a shameful way. It was just like, did they know? Because you think, you think, I think people know, did they know? And so the, the motivation for bottom left drawer was to, to, I wanted personally to plan and prepare for the expected and wanted to provide a way for others to do the same. So it really came from loss in a beautiful way. And, well, you know, it's funny when, as you're saying that, I also think about how, again, you know, in this, this particular sixth season, when we're talking about the beauty of wisdom, and I think there is a sense already in which you are, we, you know, we talked about these different tracks of time. Like I could be on the track one where I'm just either ruminating about the past or anxious about the future. And what you're describing is a beautiful example of being on track two. You're making play, you're reflecting on, you know, what are the things that I really, that I need to collect, how to get my fares in order. But it's also, I, I, I think, I, I think of, as you're describing this, I, you're not just like getting your affairs in order. You're also having to, you're thinking about other people mm-hmm. who are going to be in the place of having to do something with your affairs right. and how do you help them? And so that, anyway, I just, again, it's, it's a real uh, testimony to a great act of wisdom and loving kindness in doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine, you know, for you, Amy, being in that place of grief after you lost your mom and then walking Mm. into the room and thinking, okay, we're just going to take care of things. And then Mm. you having Mm. no roadmap, you having no, you know, and how difficult that that must've been. And I love that you've taken that hard stuff and you're turning it into something beautiful. And, um, you mm-hmm. know, let, so let's talk about, we, we sort of have now an understanding of, of what motivated you to get there. Um, mm-hmm. what would you say is the purpose of bottom left drawer? So the, they're really connected, right? The motivation and the purpose. And mm-hmm. so this wanting to provide like, okay, I thought, okay, I can get my affairs in order. And, but then I thought I want to provide an easy, straightforward way for others to do the same. So that really is my purpose. I've provided an easy, straightforward way for others to do the same. And then I thought, okay, part of, I, I love, I thought the part of my mission, I want to have a number, like I want to help a million people get their affairs in order, get their ducks in a row. And, but then I started doing the math, which is not my gift. And I was like, okay, a million people, I have about, I don't know, 30 more years. I don't know if I'm lucky. And so I'm like, okay, how many is that a day that I need to help? And I thought, okay, I'm getting lost. I'm in the weeds. And what really struck me is I want to help people do this. Because when we have our ducks in a row, when we have our affairs in order, so, well, when we have our affairs in order, then we can get busy with this fabulous, beautiful life. Mm. So, yeah, so it's, it's to help people and easy, straightforward way to do so. Yeah. And, uh, Kurt, when you talk about the trains one and trains two, my, my problem is I've, I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I feel like I'm on the bullet train. I mean, it feels like, you know, I think it's partly to do with, you know, my, my, the, 
seeing my kids moving on, you know, my youngest yeah. is, is getting ready to go into college. My two older are in postgraduate school and, all, you know, all that stuff. And it's like, so I just feel this rapid, you know, rapid movement, <laughs> which, um, which was really the motivation for me to want to go through this with <laughs> you. And, and I know that there's also some personal elements to this that we'll talk about that was also motivated by loss for you as well. You break this down into nine segments, bottom left drawer. There are, there are nine segments to it. I'm going to go list them and then let's talk about a few of them. So do you people uh -huh. better right. understanding? So, huh? so you have legal, vital documents, assets, insurance, passwords, accounts, memberships, and subscriptions, planning, and you go into personal and then relational legacy. So those are our nine different segments that, um, that you cover with bottom left drawer. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know, let's talk about vital documents a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's appropriate because that's really what motivated me or started this whole thing. Yep. Um, so we all have vital documents because we come into this world with a birth certificate. So we start off with the vital document. Yeah, we come into this world looking for someone looking for our birth certificate. Is that what she said? Yeah, we will end up looking for <laughs> Yes, pretty much. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm still looking. Now, and now I'm looking for my birth certificate, right. and I have no idea where it is. Exactly. Okay, well, see, so that's the thing. So we have these vital documents starting with our birth certificate, and we don't often, we don't need them often, but when we need them, mm, mm. we need them. And... The anxiety that comes from needing them and not knowing where they are can uh -huh. be a bit much. And it can be avoidable. And here's the thing. We spend, on average, we, meaning all of us, everybody listening us, on average, we spend 2.5 days a year looking for things. That's 5,000 hours of our life. 6.5 years. Listen, if my wife had a nickel for every time she heard, hey, hon, where's the... Uh, where my keys? Oh yeah. Yeah. We'd be wealthy. Uh, you know what I you know I wish we could do. I I wish I could just say like I'm just taking the like last half of this week and I'm just going to look for things. And I'm just going to get my I, I, I'm going to get my two and a half days in. What get my two and a half days in? Yeah. Yeah. And uh and then I'll have it taken care of. Then you'll be done, right? You yeah. know this well, Amy go ahead. Well, and so I think, okay, 2.5 days, I can think of way bit more better things that I wanted to do with that time than I, rather than looking for my passport or any of those documents. So we're going to say that. I was going to say, you know, a friend of mine is, I was just talking to him the other day and he's planning a family trip to take a European river cruise, but hey. he's lost his passport. Huh. And Oh my gosh. Um, and he was, he said, they're, they're asking him, for his grandparents' birthplace. And all, he's, I have no idea. His, his mom and dad are both deceased and he doesn't know where to find the information. He doesn't have any idea. And he's like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go on this trip, you know, so, because he can't so find- So wait till we get to the personal segment because then he would know his grandparents. Very good. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So in this vital documents segment, what exactly, so you're just making a list of all these things or, you know, how's that work out? What we would do is, see, the idea is that you work through all of these nine segments. And so for vital documents, you would create a comprehensive list of all documents that you deem vital. And then we will 
go through gathering those documents, putting them in a safe and secure place, and then providing access to someone should they need them. Okay, let's let's look at another one. Right. So we haven't you and I haven't gotten to this one yet in our in our one on ones, but let's talk about accounts, memberships, and subscriptions. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I just listened to that podcast. Yours. You just listened. Yeah. Nice. Oh, on the BLD. Yeah. 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 Very um, Okay. So the accounts, memberships, and subscriptions, we all have them. Most of us have about a hundred of them. And on average, a hundred. I can't believe that. It's a lot. Right. Yeah. And on average, each month it costs us about $273.33. That's on average what we spend on accounts, memberships, and subscriptions. And Okay, Netflix in 2022 had over 230 million subscribers. That just was astounding to me. So many. So then, and then, okay, so then free trials. Free trials can be the death of us because, so we're going to, mm. we want to watch a movie, some stream streaming service that we don't already have. So we're like, oh, we can do the free trial. And I promise I'm going to write down the password and login information. I'm going to calendar it to cancel it. And then three years later, <laughs> when they notify us that our credit card is no longer working, we're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. When I was traveling a ton, I got, I, I wanted to try that clear, you know, where you just oh, go yeah. through and, then, oh, you know. Yeah. Because I was flying in out of some airports that had it, but made a huge difference. And so I tried it. Well, then I, you know, I, I wasn't traveling as much anymore, but. I completely forgot to cancel it. I didn't have it marked. And so yeah. I paid for for ne for not even using it. I didn't even use it for a full year and I paid I paid for it. Yeah. Probably other things you could would want to do with that. Yeah, money. exactly. Yeah. For sure. So it's the same thing that then we would make a comprehensive list of all of your accounts, memberships, and subscriptions, document all login information, and then set a review process so that you're not in three years, finding out that you're paying for clear when you didn't even know it. Well, yeah. and not, not to, I mean, not to pile on, but I mean, I think it is fair to say that systems, they're not, they're not trying to, you know, actively do people harm, but systems yeah. count on your forgetting. For sure. Systems are yeah. counting on making money and not having to have any skin in the game for it. They're, they're counting on you signing up for something and then forgetting about it. Right. And just giving, just giving them money. Right. That's it's part, yeah, it's that's part of their budget. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you think, Amy, that by listing all of these subscriptions, finding at least you have knowledge then of what, you know, right. of what you're mm -hmm. doing. Right. And then you can choose, you can figure out from there what I need to do, because I think there's just so much that we, we don't know what we don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. And it is bringing awareness too, because one of the, one of the segments is passwords. And so if we have a system for passwords and we have a system for accounts, memberships, and subscriptions, then, then it is, there's an awareness and there are a number of checkpoints where, okay, we're aware. We don't have to, you know, spend our, we don't have to review this daily, but, but we're aware we have a system. Right. Right. Okay. So let's, let's, uh, let's talk about another segment. Let's talk about planning. 
What are you what what are you thinking about with planning? Yeah, you like this one. I do like this one. And it's not yeah. Okay, Linda Williams, a gal that she lives in the UK. And about a year ago, she got diagnosed with terminal cancer. And she said, she was like, this is an article I read, a story I read. She said, I don't want to plan a funeral. I don't, she said, I don't really like funerals, which it always cracks me up when people say that because I'm like, have you ever heard someone say, hmm, can't yeah. wait for the next funeral? Yeah, I got, I got the weekly, I got the post and I'm looking for funerals I can go to. Yeah. Just, right. It's kind of cool. So Linda yeah. didn't want to plan a funeral. So she wanted, she said, I want to plan a celebrate my life party. Not for when she, after she died, but for now. And yeah. so she loved Spitfire planes. She's 76. So I say that she planned a, a flight in a Spitfire plane. Her son followed her, them in a chaser, which I didn't even know what a chaser was, but the, doesn't matter. Then they had, then afterwards it was followed by a, a party with a 1940s theme and they just danced the night away and about two weeks before the party she she almost she she was in a real difficult place and she thought i might not make it to my party so she created she had a a cutout life-size cutout made of herself with a message to the attendees in case she didn't make her celebration party so i think about linda and then i think about okay Yul Brenner, he created a video that he wanted played upon his death about don't smoke. And Frederick Bauer, I think that's how you say his last name. He's the guy that invented the Pringles can. And when he died, he wanted to be cremated and he wanted to have some of those ashes put in the iconic cylindrical can. I'm like, so we get to choose. We, and, and the thing is, we do choose about our, our funeral or our end of life party. Like, we get to choose, and we do choose. It, even if we do nothing, it is it uh, is a choice, whether uh, mm, intentional mm. or unintentional. We've chosen. So yeah. in this segment, we look at all the options. Like this is how involved do you want to be, and you get to pick what you want to be involved in, and we put those mm. plans into place. So, Kurt, do you remember when you were at Hope Hills Camp and they had the thing with the white pom-poms? Dude, oh my gosh. You know, the all of the volunteers line up. They, they line the side of the road, both sides of the road. And for every family that comes in, there's all this cheering, waving of pom-poms, signs, balloons, you name it. It's, I mean, the, the, the kids that are coming in have never really had anything like this. You know, to me, that's just a picture of being seen and, and allowing them to feel known in that moment. Yeah. I want to share a story about how this impacted one dad. It's, he, he wrote this into Hope Hills Camp after, just after attending the Hope Hills Camp. We have a five-year-old nonverbal son on the autism spectrum. In the world of disability, it's the little things that are the big things. The coffee was awesome. The community and stories that you're helping to bring together are so, so needed. But it was the line of volunteers with white pom-poms that has gotten me choked up about a half a dozen times in the last couple hours. Hmm. My sweet baby boy is five. He is the joy of our lives. 
and he has never been invited to a birthday party. Mm. He has never kicked a soccer ball the wrong way on the field and been cheered for it. Mm. We have barely even had birthday parties for him the last couple of years. But a line of strangers with pom-poms tonight, it took everything in me to hold it together. All I could do was look down at him as we walked through that line and try to avoid being a sobbing mess. Mm -hmm. For the rest of my life, it will be a moment I treasure. You know, Pep, that's just an amazingly beautiful story. And if you didn't know it already, Hope Heals Camp is a week-long retreat and year-round community offering rest, resources, and relationships to families experiencing disability. And we're very excited to be sponsoring five families to camp this summer. With your help, your tax-deductible donation will go directly to scholarshipping these families. So you can click the link in the show notes or go to hopeheals.com forward slash BKP. That's H-O-P-E-H-E-A-L-S dot com forward slash BKP and donate. Any amount is helpful. And together, we can help make a big difference. You know, in the last couple of years, I've had to be involved with planning a couple of funerals, family members. And it is, you know, you're left with, okay, what would dad like? What would he have mm-hmm. liked? You know, what would, mm-hmm. you know, and it, you know, it would have been nice to have a little guidance. I, mm. I don't, yeah. I'm not sure if, I, you know, I have to, we haven't done this segment, but I have to f- figure out if, um, you know, if I would want any involvement or or not, but it is thinking about those people that are going to have those responsibilities after your yeah. death. Yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. And well, I, I think too, it's it, this again, Amy, as we're talking about this, this throughout the course of all of this, but, but particularly here, I think about how so much of our life is you know, we we are responding kind of automatically and impulsively out of a, out of our own places of woundedness and weakness and so much of life is is lived in that way and you're really talking about a conscious intentional proactive way of living and which is in 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 many respects as we've been talking about this season it's it's the way of wisdom i am with intention choosing to enter into and to do things with being being mindful that it's not just what I want, but what I want in light of what other people are going to also be, what's going to be required of other people mm-hmm. uh, the same way, yeah, which is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, go ahead. You wanted to say something. Well, and what, what I love about it is that these things can bring anxiety or we kind of think about them, but then we don't do anything about it. So it takes up this energy that is like, does is for no purpose. It's just anxiety and confusion. And then it's like when we have gotten our things in order, then the freedom and the peace of mind that comes from it, it's like, oh my gosh, what can I do now? Okay. I'm sorry. I just keep talking, but I want to say one more thing. And this is about just the beauty of bottom left drawer and the beauty of doing something with you. This notion, like I, I think about Pep, we were talking earlier about like, where are my, where are my things like, or, or, or like all the all the list of subscriptions that I have that I'm just paying money to people that I don't even know I'm paying, I'm not even using right. it or whatever. Like there's a certain sense of embarrassment 
of hmm. like if I if I had to if I had to collect these things, oh my gosh, I don't want to know I don't want anybody to know. But if Amy, if I'm if I'm in conversation with you, if I'm working with you and I'm working through this, there's a sense in which I'm not alone in this process. And the the not being alone is a big part of what enables me then to go on to take initiative, to be proactive, to have agency in doing everything in all these categories, because like just the whole notion that I have to do it is a reminder that like, I'm not very well organized. Like I don't have my egg, my ducks in a row. I don't, mm-hmm. or, or my eggs hatched eggs or either, I don't know, or... eggs in a basket, yeah. whatever the, the metaphor bag, is. I don't, I don't have it. Sticking. And so, yeah. So it's just really, it's, it's, so I'm really grateful that it would be you who like that gives me a sense of connection in the process of doing this. Yeah. Initially, when I first started working on bottom left drawer and putting it together, um, my thought was that it would be a course and it, and it, it will be a course, an option to take it as a course and go through it as a course one day. Mm-hmm. But then what has really resonated is the one-on-one coaching because to your point, Kurt, that, talking together being together knowing you're not alone knowing there is no shame because a lot of people feel shame like i've done nothing like as far as legal i've done nothing and it's like you are here like that yeah so to your point yeah yeah and bottom left drawer isn't only about getting your legal documents in order and doing these things there's also a personal element to it that you talk about aim yeah so okay i have another story quick story my grandparents, you guys know, but my grandparents were instrumental in my life, instrumental. And, and I have a letter from my grandma. For, it was, she wrote it in 1945. And the fact that I have it and can hold it in my hand. And she's writing my grandpa. She's on her way. She's making her way from California to Texas, ironically, because her, her father was passing. And she wrote my grandpa, say, and she's, communicated she said i i miss the kids it's hard for me to be away from them i long to be home she talked about her longings and she was so effusive about her care and love for my grandpa i'm like oh my gosh just seeing that and and i mean my grandma i was 17 when she passed so i was still young i was not an adult and i thought i wish i had more i wish i knew my grandma's longings and her passions and so in personal we decide we we decide what we want to document about ourselves and if we want to interview someone and document things about them so it's really an about me and it can be things like our health our medical history our military service our family tree but it can also be things that we have fun with like what are our favorite things what are we most proud of what are what do we long for and hope for and dream of? And Pep, I'm I'm thinking of was it your oh no, the your friend who lost the passport and needs his grandparents' birthplace. Right. Like those are things that we can include, yeah, in our personal, like all things personal about us. Yeah. And you know, he's he's feeling like I've got nowhere to turn to get this information. Yeah. And it's 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 really difficult. He's he's in a tough spot. Rabbit hole. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Amy, let, let's talk about how people can engage with Bottom Left Drawer. I know that you have a lot of things set up and people would probably like to hear more from you and get, in, get involved with this. So let's talk about that. And so I think, well, I have a couple of things 
um, social media and social media is at Amy Chella. And if you know how to spell L A C E L L A. Yep. If you know how to spell cello, you know how to spell cella, which I thought I should have taken up the cello because how cool would that be to say? And here's cella on a cello. Okay. You still can. You still can. I understand there's a category for musical instrument playing on in bottom left drawer. Yes, that's that's coming soon. So social media at Amy Chella, the podcast stuff that bottom left drawer yes and it's it's varies sometimes it's uh like i just did a series on each of the segments sometimes it's stories it equips it hopefully equips encourages and inspires that's what i endeavored to do in the podcast and you can sign up for the newsletter the one-on-one coaching which is what i'm doing right now yeah yeah which we mean what that means is it's a week of coaching we have a check-in call or you can tell them that we have a check-in call, 15 mm-hmm. minutes, where we talk about what you accomplished the week before and what you intend to accomplish the, next, the week following. And, you know, I, I will say that Amy does this in a way where it, she's just encouraging and it makes it fun. And there's no, there's no shame or anything, if, you know, like we were talking about before about, you know, I don't know what, I don't know where this stuff is. I can't find this stuff, any of that. It's, She just, you know, there's a lot of grace. She gives you checklists. She makes sure that you have all the information that you need to get every all your information together. And it's really been a a fun experience for me, for sure. And and you know, it's it's opened my eyes to a few things that I I need to figure out and work on. And it's it you know, it's also thankfully I'm a little further along on some things than Mm -hmm. I thought I was, which is great. Yeah. And then the online course. Did you mention that? Yeah, and like I said, that was initially what I thought this would be begin to be, but the one-on-one coaching has really resonated. So there will be an online course to make it available to more people. So I think that we should do, if you're amenable to this, Amy, I think we should do a giveaway. I think you should give away a couple. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Co- yeah, like a like a one-month coaching session. Yeah, mm. let's do yeah, that for, for two people. Yeah, awesome. yeah. All right, with- all right. So so I think maybe if they. If they DM you, yeah, 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 and then we'll 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 do a uh, we'll pick randomly, uh, yeah, from those. I love it. And, I love and it. We'll pick and DM two people, is perfect because so, then we connect. Yeah. So how should they do that? Give give specific instructions on how they should DM you. Should they do that? Uh, you can do it on Facebook. Yeah, or you can go to Instagram and just message me. They have, and they have those accounts. That's, at that? Amy Chella. Yep. At A-M-Y-C-E-L-L-A. Great. That's fun. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be really fun. And then it'd be kind of fun to hear from them and, and hear what their experience was like, too. So uh, Yeah, they can DM me and say, like, which section sounds fun to them or sounds like one they want to work on or what they like about what. Just, just DM me. You know, at, at the uh, on the Being Known podcast, we have a tradition of of having an application at the end of each episode. And uh, Amy, I think you have prepared an application for for us for I for have. this week. Yeah. Um, let me grab it because. Okay, so it's regarding personal. So this week's application is a boost to your personal segment. Get about documenting information about yourself and craft your own about me for 
and or interview someone you care about and craft there about me. And what would be, yeah, what would be a quick example of like, if if I was going to do that and think like, oh my gosh, like, oh, so what, what, how would I, what would I want to include in that? For yourself or, well, it's the same for yourself or someone else. So you can do the, the, like medical history because that is sometimes, so when, when I'm gone, it could be beneficial for my nieces and nephews to know my medical history, military service, which I have not, or a family tree. Some people really get into family trees. So those are some things. But then like with my grandma, I found myself wanting to know like, what were some of her favorites? Like her favorite artists, her favorite author, um, things that she was most proud of, things she longed for, things, a favorite song. So, so favorites and hopes. The question of what makes, what makes you get up early or stay up late? Like what are those things? Yeah. 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 Favorite recipes and songs and and those mm-hmm. kind of things that are really great to to look at later on for for yeah. other people. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I just think too, Amy, you're you're pointing out this tendency. I mean, you're you're the invitation for people to do this exercise um, kind of highlights our tendency to minimize our lives in the lives of other people. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, who would ever want to know what my favorite recipes are or my favorite yeah. artists were? Or who would ever want to know where, like, would my grandchildren or who would that? I can't imagine them ever being interested in knowing where I was born or, or any or, or what, what gets me up in the morning and what has me staying up late at night. Those kinds of things. And I, I think it's a beautiful, the application is a beautiful invitation for us to... Uh, imagine that our our lives are just so much more important than we often believe they are. We matter and not just not just to us, but we matter to other people in ways that sometimes it's just really difficult for us to imagine. Right. It matters that we're in the room. Yeah, that we're in the room. Yeah, yeah. It really does. Beautiful. All right, everybody, go to amychella.com, c-e-l-l-a.com, or you can go to bottom left drawer. Dot com. Reach out to Amy at, at Amy Chella and um, DM her, and we're going to be picking a couple of winners. So thanks, Amy. This was great. I appreciate you and all you're doing and the beauty you're bringing into the world with Bottom right. Left Drawer. Right on. Thanks, guys. This was fun. Yeah. Pleasure. This podcast is produced by Kurt Thompson, Pepper Sweeney, and myself, Amy Chella. Audio production and editing is by Keaton Simons. Video production and editing is by Mark Gould. Speaking of videos, each week we post the video version of every episode to our YouTube channel. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com or your app and searching Being Known Podcast. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on social media at Being Known Pod. If you like this podcast, tell a friend tell all of your friends. And please like, rate, and review. Be well, be known.